Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Yes! And he's got his nuts on the counter. It's so good. It's just so lazily drinking the juice box. Like, he's probably punctured it with his teeth, and he's just, like, letting yeah. it gush into his face. And the store owner is just, like, given up on life. He's just like, fuck it, the monkey's stealing my goddamn juice boxes and eating them. He's like, I, d I don't care. Like, fine, whatever. And he's just got, like, his giant fat nuts just sitting there. These chains. Break these chains. Break these chains. Uh, Yugoslavia. Uh, no, I know because it's break like me. a three-part. The weight of chains. Okay, the weight of chains. Weight you can watch chains. it on uh, YouTube. It'll take you through this a lot better than I can. And it's like a mm -hmm. three-part documentary series. The first one came out in 2010, just like showing how the fall of Yugoslavia happened due to United States intervention and how much shittier everyone is doing due to neoliberalism and privatization. Go fucking figure. And yeah, uh, it's great. It's incredible. I recommend it. Everyone should fucking watch it. And everyone should also watch it because, oh my god, there's this amazing part where it's like, oh yeah, and this is and this all this came out in fucking 2010, right? Like this is not 2020 Biden running for BVP, right? But there's this great section where it's like, where where it precludes into it of saying that. Oh, but the United States needed, you know, politicians to reinforce the need to go to war. And then it starts playing like opera music of like, ah, 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 like that kind of stuff. And then it's oh, like Battle Joe... of the Fates from Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. It's like that level of epicness. And then Joe Biden just starts like giving the speech of like why we have to like blow the shit out of Yugoslavia. Good and it's God. fucking incredible. It is great, and I'm just like, yes, this is exactly why I'm not voting for this unhinged fucking maniac. Mm -hmm. I saw a picture of Trump and Biden mesh today. It was actually really interesting. It's a, it, I mean, they're not too far off already. They're both yeah. old white guys, so how much doctoring do you actually have to do in order to make them look like they're one person? <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it. meaningful. It's meaningful. It's meaningful. It means something to me. So they're effectively the same. Yeah, effectively. I would say so. Not too far off. Yeah, it's um, close enough that I don't care. Like you can't, so, you can't get me to care at this point. To 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 slightly uh, deviate, I was talking with some folks online today about fucking deviant um, Bashir, uh, Andy Bashir. Yeah. Uh, there is a large constituency of folks in Kentucky that are not big fans of Bashir. Yeah, and those folks happen to be evangelical Christians who are landowners. Why? And I found that out today via Facebook. Apparently, there was a moratorium on evictions. Correct. I mean, yeah, that was on the national level, though. Like, did, did Kentucky go above and beyond to do its own thing? Kentucky, so... Kentucky went above and beyond. Oh. Uh, you know, effectively saying that there could be no evictions whatsoever, uh, and. The payments were delayed until when? And, uh, it was at least two months. Um, oh, but look up the 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 exact. Yeah, it's really awesome. Someone posted. Uh, somebody reposted. I want uh, to kick a, out these these fucking poor people. Effectively, they post a bunch of pictures that show just how much in a state of disarray their property is, 
after they were trying to get rid of a of a of a damn tenant that was not taking care of their property correctly. And sure enough, at the end of this, they state how uh actually let me let me see if I can well nah, I'm not I'm not gonna go try to I'm not gonna waste our time trying to find that shit. That's fine. Uh but it was a it was an apologist for raising the amount that renters would owe them as a way to compensate for the damages that would inevitably incur from having a moratorium on evictions and rent being owed to them in general. And I thought, hmm, I think that this is a good time to swoop in and tell them what Jesus would do. <laughs> right. So I, oh, I, no, fuck, I was throwing firebombs. I was throwing firebombs left and right. I started out with a couple of my favorite Bible verses about uh, but, people giving of people. themselves freely. Yeah, yeah, it's effectively like Jesus was saying repeatedly, like, fuck rich people. Why the fuck are you guys still allowing this shit? Yeah. Sell all your shit. What are you doing? Get it straight. I'm yeah. not meshing this. And I, I just, I, I'm throwing it at him, like firebomb after firebomb. Yeah. And of course they don't want to talk about it because these people, well, I guess. What do you mean these of, people? Little bit of, a little bit of story time with Tim. Uh, <laughs> Some of these folks were my teachers when I went to when I was a when I was a Baptist, yeah, in in little old little old Kentucky land. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was effectively a homecoming. First time I had talked to them in decades, and it didn't go so well. A lot of them obviously hadn't grown intellectually in the least. They were still stuck to the same old ideologies and apologetic schemes that had plagued their rhetoric for uh, you know several you know tens of decades or you know uh, like 20 odd years prior to that point so i was sitting there trying to argue what jesus would do in the midst of a bunch of capitalists that were trying right. to shove this idea down my throat that it was okay for people to not only own property uh, yeah. if they were trying to be jesus like but also rent said property as a primary means of earning income. an income. Yeah. And in the instance Being that they weren't able to extract that income, capitalist. just, just, yeah, just tear apart their tenants as the dehumanizing scum that they are. Yeah. Like talk about being just, a fucking freeloader. I can't think of a bigger yeah. goddamn freeloader than a fucking landlord. Yeah. For real. Landlords like it, it's are a scum parasitic as fuck. Earth. Like landlords and usurers. That, that scum mm-hmm. of the fucking earth. And usurers are such a goddamn scum of the earth, even the Catholic Church fucking made it illegal. And the Catholic Church allows pedophiles. They know usury is worse than pedophilia, okay? Just saying. I'm saying, but I'm, that's, that's, that's me, that's the Catholic Church. I'm saying pedophilia is way bad. Uh, so, it, it, explain to me exactly what usury is. Is that effectively interest. a... Um, charging interest on money. Making just charging money interest? Yeah, usury is that just... unfairly enriched the lender. Interest. Okay, so it's not like a Ponzi scheme, although no. that would be a type of usury. Yeah, it's literally like usually in its most basic form is just charging interest. Other people have used usury mm-hmm. before of like referring to finance capital as its whole, but like in usually usury like referring to as it being outlawed in Europe is just charging interest of like, hey, you Tim. Uh, I'm gonna lend you a hundred dollars, but in two months you got to give me back a hundred and twenty dollars because that's your interest that you're gonna owe me for borrowing this fucking money. Yeah, 
in in a legal sense, it says where an interest rate is charged in excess of the maximum rate that is allowed by law. Yeah, it's interesting that. that there is a maximum rate allowed by law. Yeah, so if, if the law says the maximum rate is 5,000, it's only usury if you charge 5,001%. Like, go fuck that goddamn fucking definition. Yeah. Just any interest. Just That's any state-sponsored capitalism. Usury. Yeah, just go, go give, yeah. Yeah, fuck that definition. Well, how are they going to get their money back? Taking yeah. advantage of others' misfortunes, the only reason that banks exist in the first place is because people don't have enough agency to be able to decide what they are to do with their their livelihoods, with their resources, with their time. Like well, All of that is a misfortune in and of itself being born into the working class and having to effectively appease owners of everything. Yes, 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 all that, but also banks function as, like, let's say you want to become, you know, a capitalist, right? You could take out a loan to fucking start a business, right, that you're mm -hmm. allowed to go bankrupt from and be forgiven of that loan, unlike student debt. That's a talking point, and you can also thank Joe Biden for that, because <laughs> fucking Joe Biden is the reason why fucking students aren't allowed to go bankrupt in the student debt. Anyways... Or, Thanks, like, man. let's say you want to, like, buy a fucking home. You know, you take out a loan, you can't afford the home now, like, whatever. Like, you know, like, th like banks in and of themselves are not horrible. But when banks start uh, incorporating not only, like, because it used to be in ye olden days that, like, <laughs> being a banker was, like, a meager living, right? Because if your entire <laughs> living is just based on, like, two to three percent interest rates on like people's mortgages or people's like loans for their business like that's not a lot of fucking change but it was yeah. with the incorporation of like when we got rid of glass steagall <laughs> in the united states of america which broke the barrier between finance banking and lending banking it's when you started seeing uh the finance sector as like the fastest growing sector of the economy because these banks that do fractional reserve banking of like they use like a fraction of the money they actually have to lend out money are taking yeah. money lending it out to people making that into more money and then taking all that money and throwing it on the stock market or derivatives or like other fucking <laughs> sketchy shit to try to like gamble with it yeah, they be they become our the deciding factor in all am economic decisions. Exactly, because they have such a, an amount of resource that they can just throw at things that are going to benefit them explicitly. That they'll continue to compound more and more power and more and more resources until the point that they are are so legitimately unregulated that you exactly. can't tell the difference between the state and the bank. Exactly, and they, and they make their money out of thin air because like I've been listening. To like yeah, they're not people, doing anything. They're doing nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> literally nothing just it's just it's just money number fucking games mm -hmm. and it's disgusting because like i mean like as much as i fucking hate people like uh jeff bezos and amazon it's like at least they're providing like a service right like yeah. i mean it's at the cost of you know people destroying their bodies to get shit in boxes to show up on my house in a day right but like they're doing something that has like an effect on society where it's like these finance fucking banker people are just pulling money out of a hat it's nuts mm -hmm. and and, yeah, and not only that but our economy oh sorry please continue well just I, I don't understand why people like the only reason anybody interacts with a bank to begin with is because they're in unfortunate circumstances uh, or, or they have, have a place to belief. store your fucking income well, i mean you direct so deposit the, whatever there's blah, 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 that blah. like a lot of institutions must have the direct deposit route in order to pay you. 
Yeah. They, they they don't they don't operate off of the table. Cash. I guess because it's an easier way to keep track of income taxes and yeah. who's employed and who's not and so on and so forth. Um but you know, those are the only those are the only two instances. Like you're you're either you're either shit out of luck uh well no you're shit out of luck either way because in the instance that you're looking for gainful employment you're trying to feed yourself so how are you going to be able to not interact with the bank out of choice you just simply can't do it yeah that's fair i mean unless you're like i guess you could be amish but even then it's like it's not like you're gonna have an easy life like you gotta grow your beard out and it's gonna look weird and people will like constantly try to swerve around you on country roads endangering you and your your seven kids and stuff yeah i'm pro we destroy all the four pro the for-profit banks and we install state banks in every state that are properly mm. regulated and don't make a goddamn dime and yeah. uh because like yeah abolish glass steagall act um yeah well yeah well we won't have to even worry about the glass steagall act because if it's not have for-profit banks yeah we don't even allow yeah, t- them to touche. exist because, mm-hmm. you know, if you allow them to exist, eventually they'll make it go away like they did in the fucking 90s. You know, mm-hmm. there's all they're always going to find a way to, like, fuck up the restrictions. So it's like, nope, you guys fucked up. You you got us the fucking 08 crisis. You're getting us in, like, the, the, the 2020 fucking pandemic is also to, partially to blame on these fucking bank trash people. Um, yeah, I, I don't need. Yeah, I, the world would be a better place. Because there's one state, I can't remember which one, it's like North Dakota or South Dakota or Utah, it's like some random ass fucking state that they have a mm-hmm. state bank, could be Montana, might be Montana, I don't know. One of these states, and people fucking love it, like it's great, and like it, it doesn't exist to like fucking, you know, destroy people and like charge them money for not having enough money and fees and shit, it's just like a, like a basically a credit union, it's just like a fucking state run bank and that's all it does, it gives people money. Yeah, credit unions yeah. sound pretty good. Are are, yeah. are credit unions allowed to invest in uh, stock sales? So. And... I don't think they're allowed to do like anything. Okay. Well, that's like, that's good. I, I mean, maybe they should just shit. all look like that. I mean, that, yeah. that 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 that's a that's effectively a cooperative. I mean, in the instance that some individual doesn't have enough money, then I mean, as long as you don't have, or as long as you have the appropriate amount of um, uh, safeguards. In order to prevent someone that is managing the funds at a credit union from, uh, you know, illicitly doing so. I mean, like, as long as it's transparent, as long as it's transparent. I mean, I, I guess that could say that could be said for a good many things in yeah. finances. Like I, if if it's made transparent, you can just simply avoid a, a good number of things that would be de-incentivized. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um but of course, that's not how business works. Like, if you find that somebody is in the misfortunate circumstance of absolutely having to have a deal, then you can give them a worse deal as a result yeah. of it. You know, like that sort of thing. Want to know what something uh, I, I I learned just the other day that I should have known longer, considering how much we talk about it? Oh God, I feel like that happens every day with me. Every yeah, fucking ahead. day of my life. Yeah, it's you good. Know You're that learning Utah stuff. Utah solved homelessness, and then oh, unsolved yeah, it. Oh, yeah, stories. And then unsolved it? They solved homelessness and then unsolved it. Because it's here. Oh, it, it, this is an article from 2015. I don't know when they unsolved it. So basically, this article, this is Washington Post. Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, has no reason to say anything worthwhile. But they did in this article. And <laughs> it says, the surprisingly simple way Utah solved chronic homelessness and saved millions. 
The state saved money by solving homelessness. How did they yeah. do it? They gave homeless people gave apartments. Homeless. It was that yeah. fucking simple. Like nothing really... crazy about it. And the few instances where there weren't apartments for people to yeah. live in, they build some cheapo units and then put the homeless people inside of it. Um, like I think it seems over, really straightforward. Over ninety percent of the of the homeless people were housed. Of course, there were people that didn't want to be housed. There were people that were skeptical for good reason. And um... <laughs> I can imagine like a boardroom. There's guys sitting all around. One guy's making a presentation. He's like, "All right, guys, I want to break this down." Yeah. You got homeless people, right? Yeah. We've we're, got we're, homeless we're people look at here. The word. It home. Oh. Less. We're gonna fix homelessness by home more. Home more. We're gonna make yeah, homeless and everybody people around into home more people. They're just like a bunch of like dolty fucks. Like, does that does that work? Can we does do that, that? Can we do that? Are we allowed to just give people the houses? And somebody else is like, hey, I don't see why not. You, you give it a shot. <laughs> we could give it a shot. Why not? Yeah, and, yep. and the reasons why it saved money is because even though we don't give a shit about homeless people, whenever they fucking pass out from a drug overdose in the streets or take have to take a shit in the street because no one will let them go inside because they're not a paying patron, um, it costs money to fix repairs, to take care of the people at the hospital where they have no insurance to pay, yadi dadi dadi da. So that's where the saving comes in. But um, apparently Utah, as of I don't know what year, decided to stop doing it decided like hey we're saving money how about we stop saving money and just stop doing this program that's saving money mm, i wonder if i can tell based be- on this figure th- figure 3.1 uh utah homeless point in gotcha and this article is dated to 2015 2015 okay I just know that now they're no longer doing the program. I don't know when it ended. My best guess is that there was probably some real estate company that was like, you can't just give people homes because then people don't think they got to pay for homes. And then the Utah yeah. government was like, you're right. Let's just How do you force out. people to work? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Well, wait, so. but what about our bank buddies? How do you make sure that people have to use banks? If you yeah. give them homes, they won't have to use banks. They won't have to go to the bank. Yeah. Yeah, what would happen if nobody used the bank? Oh my god! Oh my god! How will people live without banks? The humanity, yeah. I ask you. It seems pretty straightforward. Um, it's so straightforward, and the and the best part hmm. of it, like, I mean, we should want to put homeless people in homes, regardless of the financial outcome of our state budgets. Like, that's just a humane thing to do. We're the richest country in the history of humanity. Like, the fact that we have homeless people like tarnishes anything you can say good about this country like what's the fucking point of being the richest country in human history if you can't even fucking house homeless people right like it just like makes sense it's like yeah we should probably Mm -hmm. fix that but like to have the extra like cream of the top like cherry on top layer it's like it also saves money so that's like not only like the moral thing to do it's the responsible thing to fucking do Thank you for this. I kind of wonder, my TED like talk. the United States is the most wealthy. I I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I want you guys to think a minute about an allegory that I come up with a long time ago, <laughs> but I'm now bringing up to you because I want to try to make a point that seems like it'll matter later, but it really doesn't. <laughs> That's every TED talk ever given. TEDx. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy my product. Buy my book. <laughs> yeah. 
please listen to the same oh, talk God. on all the other platforms. I said, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. So I was just thinking about how the United States is so far down the list as far as the global awesomeness hierarchy is concerned, except when it comes to wealth. The United States yep. is, by and large, the wealthiest nation in the world. So wealthy. So I'm curious, money. if you started at the very top of the wealthiest people, how many would you have to shear off before <laughs> you got to the point that the United States was no longer at the top? Do you think it would even be 10? It's so consolidated, but I think that would be a fun measurement. I mean, you yeah, of just like thirteen like, see, of like how many you would have to take away. For, I, I uh, bet it would be. I would bet it would be less than the average high school classroom. <laughs> you think it's that much? I, I'd I don't, be willing I don't to know bet. What's the, what's? I mean, isn't China like the next wealthiest? Like I think, as far uh, as like GDP, if you're looking at GDP, GDP I think it's yeah, China. Yeah, GDP. Because uh, America's what twenty thousand billion dollars GDP. China's fifteen thousand billion dollars. So five thousand yeah. billion. What's five thousand billion in actual dollars? Let's see here, calculator. All right, so we've got Investopedia. I don't know if that is a worthwhile source Sounds to legit. look into Edgidepair. But we have the United States with a nominal GDP, whatever the fuck that is, of $21.44 trillion. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Uh, U.S. has retained its position of being the world's largest economy since, can you guess the year? It's uh, been a while. Wait, 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 wait. It's been the largest economy since? Since? Um, probably 1960-something after, or maybe even earlier, because it's probably after World War II, because every other economy was destroyed. So actually, uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, 1951. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up, because I think that slavery had something to do with this. 1871. <laughs> no! Yeah. No, I think that that's that's how we got so far ahead. We were using slavery when nobody else was. <laughs> hey, what's yeah. up, guys? Yeah, you're laughing at us then for fucking being backwards, fucking fascists that were like okay with using <laughs> slavery. But look at us now, number one, pretty worth it, huh? Fuck, Jesus oh Christ! My God, it's was... so far. It's so much of a disparity. China is fourteen point one four trillion. Okay, yeah, yeah, so it's like nine trillion below. Yeah. Yeah. That's that I mean that's almost the United States has almost twice as much. If you have okay. yeah, a, a a thousand billion, that's a trillion, right? Is that I think that's I, right. I could be wrong. Think about but... that right. Okay, so let's see, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> He's Jeff Bezos Net. is almost worth one trillion if you include all of his Assets yeah, by himself. 178 billion. So you probably would have to dip down probably about a hundred folks or so before you got to, you know, the the second on the list. <laughs> kind of fucked up. It's really like, fucked up. When you up. think about like wealth consolidation in those terms, it's like, wait a second, if, we, if these ten yeah. fuckers just like disperse their wealth, like we would be, uh, fuck. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, and one. that's probably one reason why, um, at least based on our, our neoliberal economic policies, that we give so many tax breaks to these companies because we have gutted ourselves 
policy-wise to prevent them from just shipping all of this resource and labor and wealth and what they have you elsewhere. They ship stuff away all the goddamn time. Like, you know, the Panama Papers, like, they fucking hide all their goddamn money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's true. Okay, so, hmm. We'd, Maybe the semblance, the semblance of such things. It's like I, we fucking cut their taxes and all this shit and whatever because, like, they run the fucking government. We're their fucking hoes. Like, we... What if they were to just leave? What if they just leave? leave us? They'll never yeah, fucking they would, do it. They'd never leave. Yeah, they never leave. Never fucking yeah, United leave. States is the best place for rich people since yeah. 1871. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not exactly a thing you Throw want to that be on a proud t-shirt. of. Jesus, we Christ. have the most money. Yeah, what else do you have the most of? That's <laughs> a bunch it. of bad shit. We have lots of money. <laughs> Jeez. You like money, don't you? Have we discussed the Overton window before? I'm sure we have. I mean, I think you brought it up either last episode or the episode I? prior to that. Um, I, I'm pretty it. sure you did when I was when I was at the other place. Uh, we we discussed the Overton window in relation to the way in which we're. Well, I mean, well, I mean, in the in the objective sense, like we, I think we just discussed what it was. And I mean, how our society is. Well, how our society is is um, slowly moving back to uh, the right. Uh, and, slowly, it's and been now, marching there, fucking at a steady pace since like the goddamn seventies. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I would say nineteen eighty one. Being, Even before you know, that, but yeah, I mean, nineteen eighty-one was definitely a big, you know, with Reagan, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when when like uh, the evangelicals tethered themselves to neoliberal policy, right? Uh, it, it it was like, oh, now we haven't now we have an out, and then people started recognizing their political ideologies could be intertwined with their religious ideologies outside of protesting. Which prior to that, it seemed like. Uh, religious ideologies were uh for for the general good at least in 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 relatively modern <laughs> circumstances out outside of well outside of like teetotalers which even teetotalers like they they were some of the leaders in the feminist movement um they uh they were, they were some of the leaders in the yeah suff- suffrage uh women's suffrage like that there were some good things that came out of it even if they were like take all the booze away <laughs> Yeah. Um and, and you know, you have a lot of uh religious groups that were yeah, you said civil rights, um uh you know, that were anarchists, uh people that were inherently against uh the establishment. Democratic Not that we should socialists like Martin Luther King try to yeah. start the poor people's campaign. Yeah. Uh and and it's only become as of late where like I was talking about with uh, you know, some of the some of the priests of my of my young life, <laughs> you know, flip flopping back and forth and cherry picking what verses they prefer to espouse Support and which ones. Their fucking capitalist yeah. lifestyle and Ex- consumer exactly existence. I, I just wh- whatever gives me the most power is what I'm going to profess as being true at any given time. And if it doesn't work with what I'm doing, then I'll just ad hominem until it goes away because I'm in a position of power where all I have to do is disrupt if somebody tries to take that away. Bruh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, okay. when you're ahead, that's game theory 101. When you're ahead, disrupt. Don't do anything to try to move the goalpost. You're already winning. Just disrupt yeah. the other team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly what, I mean, Democrats and Republicans have been doing all along. The Democrats reala- realize 
that the Republicans are such like hot garbage. All they have to be is like a half step less hot garbage than them, and people will still vote for them while offering you nothing. Yeah. And so that's what they do. That's what they fucking do. I'm slowly – so initially when the quotation by Malcolm X was brought up to me – you know, presented to me by one of my family members, it was done so with the notion that I was a white liberal and that what? you don't uh, exactly. Not, are you a fucking Democrat? No, not at all. Then, uh, then, but what the fuck? Was, do they, they even so know you? They didn't. They, well, because they brought it up because they thought that there was a very simple political um, dichotomy in which you either are a conservative or a liberal. Like you're either no a wolf other... or you're a fox. Like you get no choice. Either exactly. way, you got to eat the black man and make their life shit. Precisely. And I just, I fucking like, I'm growing to actually hate the liberals like more because yeah. they're the ones that are supposed to be helping us. Exactly. It, yeah, it, exactly. Not fucking doing anything. They're, they're like, like if, exactly. They're like a wall preventing progress. It's like, hey, let's siphon all the people's unrest and fucking resentment for the Republican Party and just put them in this fucking machine that's going to do nothing with it. Yeah. It's horrible. Exactly. Uh, it, it, like, I feel like the conservative party is that kid on the playground that has a skull on his shirt and is going around and, like, kicking dirt Wait, in kid, other, kids, other kids' faces. Yeah, what's his name? Um, is it remember. Steve? Uh, it's not Steve, is it? No, it's, I don't think it is. I can't remember. It's some, he, has, like, he has a weird name. Sid. Sid. There you go. That's, that's it. his name. Yeah, Sid, Sid is yeah. That's the conservative conservative. Uh, it's like yes, everyone Sid. knows Sid is bad. There's no argument Die, there. Destroy. But just because Sid is bad, it doesn't make the other kid on the playground good. Exactly, and I don't know that. I mean, to to run along with the dichotomy, I don't know that Andy is necessarily no the liberal. No, but he's. Andy. I mean, he kind of like he tinkers when he when he wants to, and it's in his benefit. But if something is just not really something he seems like he wants to do, he just kind of ignores it. No one gives a fuck about the toys. You see, Andy and Sid are both bad. What we need is Maggie. Maggie for president. (laughs) You see, the toys cling to Andy because they think he's good in comparison to Sid who destroys toys. But Andy's just going to go to college and leave the toys like any other (laughs) fucking kid. You see, toys, you got to rise up. You got got that fucking authoritarian substructure based from collegiate uh, semblances of intellect. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's part of the fucking liberal bullshit. It's like they just like are fucking obsessed with intelligence of someone's intelligence. They're there for good. That's why they worship people like fucking Bill Gates and Elon Musk, even though like yeah. they disdain them and don't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, where did you go to school? You know that because that matters, exactly, you know. Yeah, what what, inc- ex- what pedigree do you have? Exactly. It's like it, it, they, they adopt the fucking uh, meritocracy like mindset just as much. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if you go to the right Ivy League schools, it's like it's just within their ideology. Um, they think gay people and people of color should also be allowed to go to Ivy League schools. And then even Stevens, it's fair. You know, if you're a fucking, you know, idiot for wanting to be a janitor, it's your fault that your life fucking sucks. You know, mm-hmm. you, you should have like worked hard like these people of color that pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and came over here and became lawyers you fucking idiot like because we, we could have of course have a goddamn society without fucking janitors right like that that's that's realistic and and if you are dumb enough to be a janitor then you know fuck you like go fuck yourself we don't give a shit about you 
It's your own fault. Your life sucks. And that's the liberal mindset. Is it? And and that's the liberal mindset. The liberal mindset is that the world would be perfect if the if the CEOs in 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 the United States of America match the diversity of the United States of America. If if ten percent of the United States of America is black, then ten percent of CEOs should be black. You know, if like. Five percent are women, then yeah, 50, 50, half uh, should be women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then if you had that same representation across CEOs, there you go. Liberal work dying. Even Stevenstown. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if there's people that are fucking dying of poverty and uh, don't have fucking health care. Not your fucking yeah. problem because uh, the CEOs represent the makeup of America, and that's all that matters to these fucking freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. it kind of reminds me of um, the oh, Hunger angry Games today, series. Which, I mean, don't get me started on dystopian teen future shit, uh, but th- there's one character in particular, and I forget the name of the character, but she is the ambassador from the capital, who is inherently good, or at least is yeah. is uh, is written as being a morally good character, and yet she's kind of oblivious to the plight of what all of these folks are going through in the districts. I think that that's probably the best way to look at at the modern liberal or or at the very least the career politician like they're so disconnected oh yeah all of them like i got i'm and i'm not bragging by this but like i got the weirdest blisters on my hand right now because i did a bunch of shoveling and they're like on top of my like on top of my my knuckles of my thumbs were you wearing gloves no, man, because I didn't. I didn't know that I needed gloves until I had the blisters. Wait, then how did you get them on top of your knuckles if you weren't wearing gloves? On top did, of your knuckles? Oh, on yeah, top yeah. Of your knuckles. Exactly, because I was because on the I was back digging. of your hand. No, on like uh, so like it's basically on the back of your hand. Or I would like to describe it like how I masturbate. Uh, I was just gonna oh, describe. Well, it like... okay, that yeah, that makes sense. But when you say on the top of your knuckles, it makes it sound like you got blisters on the back of your hand. I'm like, what the fuck were your hands rubbing up against while shoveling, you weirdo? Okay, so I can see the bl- like if I look at the back of my hand and I splay it out, I can clearly see the blister from the that? other side. No, no, I can see it clearly. Like it's 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 very well centered on my thumb. <laughs> what? The? It's on top. Okay, but, but okay. What's, so basically, what I was gonna top? say, it's weird. It's weird to have that kind of blister. I sincerely I, doubt that career politicians have ever experienced that kind of blister. No. Not saying that like you unilaterally have to experience weird blisters in order to know you kind what of manual labor feels like. You kind of do. But uh, yeah, you kind of do. Like I mean, like if you if you. If gone your entire life without like shoveling a big ass hole, like how do you how do you how do you get there? How do you get to that point? Like you obviously have never been put in a circumstance where you're like, well, I guess I gotta dig this myself. Yeah. I, and not to say that every, everybody I, who has not dug a big ass hole is doing <laughs> themselves a disjustice for not putting in a hard work, but seriously, little, like our yeah. our you, you guys get the point. Everybody that's listening to this podcast yeah. understands. understands. They, 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 they fucking get it. The okay? value in digging a hole. And getting weird blisters on top of your knuckles. <laughs> I still don't – that still makes zero fucking sense to me. I'm still trying I'll, to understand it. I'll take a fucking picture. <laughs> it probably still won't make any sense. I'll be like, what the – It's f-? in the show notes, folks. It's in the, you should just make the episode picture just of your hand with a blister on it. It's like, what the fuck? Weird, weird blisters on top of my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> 
well, this video's getting demonetized. You know, a lot of folks talking wait, about demonetization. Like, yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> wait, what's that? <laughs> we're, we're yeah, what's, what's monetization? We're supposed yeah. to get paid for doing this? <laughs> the, this is for us. Um, yeah, for so serious. How much, how much do you know about the MyPillow guy? Right, you, you've, 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 of course, seen the MyPillow guy, right? Well, I, I read the bit that you sent me. But have and... you – no, but have you – been in a Walmart and seen the My Pillow for sale. Let's let's check this out. So, I, I feel like I may have, okay, but so I need to double check. I'm here. just gonna give you my background as someone that's actually seen the My Pillow for sale. So the thing that I noticed when I saw the My Pillow yes. is one that this guy obviously loves this fucking pillow, and mustache. then two he was wearing a cross necklace because usually mustache. in advertising you don't see people displaying like any kind of like logos or whatever well whether it be religious yeah. religious affiliation or otherwise prominent religious iconography <laughs> but i only recently found out about the my pillow guy uh like as far as like uh his background apparently this motherfucker was addicted to cocaine and crack for mm-hmm. about 20 fucking he, years. He, he claims. He claims. For about like, 20 fucking years. That, that is, but that is such a fucking lame. I, I've heard that so many times. It's like, I overcame addiction in I order to live my passion. Like, right. Fuck that yeah. shit. No, I agree. Fuck that shit. But at the same time, what is it up with like tele-advertisers and like cocaine? Like remember like the OxyClean <laughs> guy? Didn't he fucking die from a cocaine overdose or something? Like it was something drug related? You, you're not talking about Billy Mays. Yeah, wasn't he cocaine addicted? No, 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 no. Billy Mays died from getting hit in the head with a piece of luggage on a flight. No, no he didn't. Yeah, he did. Look it up. But didn't he use he, to do cocaine? He totally did. I remember that. I remember that vividly. Wait. Because it jarred me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Billy Mays is dead? And it was like, yeah, how did he die? Like, Cocaine, a factor in Billy Mays' death. CNN.com, no. 2009. Let's what are you talking here. about? All right, I'm Wait, it out. Mays died from lethal arrhythmia of the heart caused by hypertensive and arteriocolic heart disease. What the fuck? Are you, are you sure you were th- talking about the same guy? Let me, let me, let me, let me find. He further concluded that cocaine use caused or contributed to the development of his heart disease and therefore contributed to his death. Okay, hold on. Maybe that's, I mean, wait, what? Why did that fucking, why did that come up? Because you typed in cocaine. He died of a head injury. Wait, what the fuck? Hold Wait, on, hold did on, he hold die on. of a head injury? Are we like hold living on. in like two separate realities? Are no we like way. in different parts of the Matrix? Like I'm in the part of the Matrix where he died from cocaine and you're in the part of the Matrix where he died from a head injury? Oh my god. What? Okay, you know, we're about to uncover, we're about to flip over rock. Guys, just hold on, hold on. This just in. Okay, okay, so here here it is. So, uh, I'm pretty sure... Okay, so he died yes. June 28th, 2009. We know that to be certain. Yes. He was pronounced dead at 7.45 a.m., appearing to have died sometime overnight yes. before his 51st birthday. Yes. Initially, there was an incorrect speculation that he had died of a head injury after he was struck on the head by luggage after an airline landing mishap when tires blew out. So after they did the autopsy, they found out that the primary cause of death was cocaine. 
Oh. The cocaine so, weakened him for yeah, when the head injury it, came. After subsequent news reports, the toxicology, toxicology tests also showed levels of painkillers, hydrocodone, oxycodone, tram, tromba, tramadol, alprozolam, and dizepam. Good God! Anyway, all I'm saying is these telefucking <laughs> whatever advertisers have a penchant for cocaine. So my favorite part about this story isn't the fact that he did fucking cocaine slash crack for 20 years and almost ruined his life and then somehow came on top making a fucking pillow company. But there's this amazing part in the story that I'm going to read for you right here that I think is great. And these are all this is all according to uh, Mike, whatever the cock is. What's his fucking name? <laughs> Mike, Mike, I, Mike. I can't Mike find his cock. last name. I can't find it. Oh, last oh name. I got it. It's uh, it's uh, Mike. Uh, uh, it, Lindell? Mike Lindell. Lindell. Okay. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. So Mike tried selling his pillows at a kiosk. Wait, I went the wrong part? No, I fucking scrolled up trying to find his name for it. Uh, Dude, uh, just uh, check out okay, the website. Okay, no, the I, website? Got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, in fact, Mike's addiction to crack cocaine was so bad that his drug dealers actually did an intervention on him after he had been up for 14 days saying... You made a promise to us that someday you would come back and help us all in the inner cities and that the pillows are just a big platform for God, so we're not going to let you die on us. Jesus. That, those are his words. Mike claims that crack dealers were concerned that he when he was up for 14 days straight. And the crack dealer said to him, according to Mike, the following sentence, you made a promise to us that someday you would come back and help us in the inner cities and that the pillows are just a big wow. platform for God. So we're not going to let you die on this. Like these crack, I'm just imagining like these sad, sad crack dealers that have somehow, somehow absorbed the idea that these pillows are their way out of the inner city. And they're just like shaking this fucking cracked out 14 day strung out dude. Like you can't die on us, Mike. You got to sell your pillows. <laughs> You gotta go out in the world. You gotta share your pillows with the entire world so we don't gotta sell crack no more. Come on, Mike. Pull through it. Pull through it, Mike. Like, if you made this shit up in, like, an animated, like, sketch, like, Rick and Morty style, it wouldn't make fucking sense. Wow. Okay, so... I've been I've been looking up this website here, the uh, My Pillow My Store, in which he has created a vendor application portal for ideas that you can submit to his company, and all of these little asterisks that are all over this fucking thing efficiently amount to the terms of disclosure for MyStore.com that includes. I acknowledge that this disclosure is being made on a non-confidential basis, i.e. I am only submitting non-confidential information, no confidentiality obligation whatsoever created and implied by submitting this opportunity, and we may disclose this opportunity to others, and that others may rely upon this agreement. So effectively it says, we can steal your shit <laughs> if, you, if you submit an application here and we like your idea. Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. That's pretty that fucked up. cross is front and center of every picture on this store, and it is oriented specifically 
not to be biased, not to be stereotypical, but it seems like it's advertising specifically to old people. Just saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, who, who I mean, else is going to spend, like, $90 on a fucking pillow besides an old person? Uh, yeah, Freedom One Coffee. Uh, let's see. The, uh, the, the Bucket Ring. But here's my real okay. question, Tim. Do you think that uh, Mike ever went back to the crack dealers in the inner city and <laughs> oh, shared, no, he's, he's, shared his he, my pillow money with them? He's he's uh he's definitely doing that. You can tell he's an upstanding guy by the fact he has a giant cross in the middle of his chest. Yeah. That means you're good. That means you're one of the good ones, man. It means that there's <laughs> yeah. no way you could take advantage of that because God would strike him dead if mm. he ever did anything that was against the, you know, the the pure pure faith as okay. it stands. So the reason why. Mike is up in the news right now, like he's he's making national headlines on CNN, CBS, yeah. and elsewhere, <laughs> is because he's urging people to ingest poison to cure COVID. I don't know much about this substance, um, except for it's poisonous, and there's been no medical studies to show that it's safe for uh, human consumption, uh, and it's called um, oleandrin, oleandrin? Extracted from Nerium oleander plant. Oh and, yeah, the oleander. Uh, are you familiar with oleander? Yeah. What's that it's extremely for? toxic. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. If eaten, it causes cardiac arrhythmias, irregular heart rates. You know that. Kind oh of shit! Stuff. You don't want that. That's what Billy Mays died of. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you don't want those. You don't want those. You don't you don't want that. Nah, no, that's that's not a good thing. You don't want that at all. Nah, yeah, it's, it's definitely bad. But um yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, Crackboy has decided that ingesting a poisonous plant is a good idea cuz like the I mean like Trump suggesting people take hydrochloroquine is like bad enough, but at least like it's a legitimate medication that's used to treat other stuff, so it's like eh, maybe it'll help, probably not. But in this case, it's a situation of like, no, nah, that's literal poison. You're telling people mm. to eat poison, and I. But it doesn't really explain how Mike Lindell got to the point of telling people to ingest poison or how it will help. It is just Mike, like, Mike Lindell is. He's uh sitting down in his fuzzy bathrobe in the morning at the breakfast table, yeah. know, sipping his cup of coffee. I, I just says, imagine like, that Mike Lindell goes everywhere salesman. with a pillow underneath his like right arm right he just oh yeah he's got a pillow under there he's got like a neck pillow he's got like the the bucket ring tied around his waist all those little like (laughs) weird little stolen ideas and he's sitting down and he's like scrolling through his uh his daily profit margins and he's like wait a second what what why why am i why are my profits crashing why why is nobody buying anything oh shit All, all the people who are buying my products they they ate oleander plants and now they're dead, mm-hmm. and now there's no one to buy any of my products. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty morbid, I know, but that would be kind of well. It's just weird because karmic. like Mike has <laughs> claimed that it's cured people before, but refuses to like show any evidence that it has cured mm. people, and also he can't procure any evidence of like why anyone should take it. He's just like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like how this guy gets an interview with Anderson Cooper. Like, h- how do you just be like a crazy ass crackpot? It, only in capitalism. Capitalism, not be- even once. Well, see, if he was, <laughs> the, see, that's the thing though, is that he's not just a crazy ass crackpot, literal ex crack smoker. Is that he's a literal crackpot ex 
crack smoker that has overcome the drudgery that is living in a capitalist system and became yeah. himself a capitalist where he, he no has longer money. has to work. So he's legitimate now. Exactly. He's legitimized himself. So like once you've like reached that point, you can literally do anything, say anything, and it's become novel and worth reporting on because it doesn't uh, uh, challenge the status quo and it's novel in and of itself. So you're worth talking to at that point, no matter how <laughs> shitty or unvalidated or worthless your claims and opinions are and the thing is is cbs is only doing it a service they're acting like they're mad at mike lindell for telling people to ingest poison but if anything they're platforming him and spreading his word even fucking further so Mm -hmm. i don't really think you can say they're fucking uh not complicit in this whole process the same thing like they did with fucking trump in 2016 like the fucking liberal news network would rather show a fucking podium with no one at it waiting for Trump to show up, then show fucking Bernie Sanders speaking at a fucking rally. So none of these fucks give a shit about anything. All they care no, about is ratings. That has a semblance of disrupting the status quo. You don't want to show any of that shit. Instead, yeah. you want to just like focus on this this bullshit that's been shoved down people's throats for for hundreds of years. And exactly. Bada bing, bada boom. But hey, go a study. Plant. Yeah, a study that has not been published and has not been peer-reviewed examined the effect of oleandrin on African green monkey cells in a test tube and found that it greatly reduced virus production. Sweet. Hey, you Very know what cool. else reduces virus production? Fucking fire. Yeah, you, fire's pretty good at that. Take, you take enough cells, put them in some induced fire, there's no more mm-hmm. virus left. Just boom. <laughs> it's just, just, just burn, it, burn it with fire and it gets rid of basically everything yeah <laughs> oh man is that oh. is that in reference to another story that we have oh <laughs> uh, probably um, it sounds it sounds like it let's see let's scroll through and see if where our fire stories are <laughs> uh this isn't necessarily a story it's just something i thought was funny if we're talking about a uh, class struggle and people being poor for the rest of their lives so this is a today i learned um excerpt uh, it says, uh, this is off the Reddits. Today I learned that when Upton Sinclair published the landmark 1906, mm. the work, The Jungle, about the lives of meatpacking factory workers, he hoped it would lead to worker protection reforms. Instead, yeah. it led to sanitation reforms as middle class readers were horrified their meat came from somewhere so unsanitary. Yep. Have you read that? I haven't read it. I've just read. I mean, I know of it, and I know what it's about. I I just don't <laughs> feel like being grossed out. I, I Tim, it's I not haven't, that gross. I haven't eaten meat in like I I haven't eaten meat since I watched that goddamn Earthlings documentary. I don't think I need to read the Jungle. Okay, <laughs> I've been fucked up. Okay, the only thing I've been allowing myself nice is ice cream. Okay, I pretend like I did. I'm not eating something Cows. that was forcefully stolen from a cow. That's supposed to go to its babies, and instead I'm just, like, eating it in fucking dessert form because I'm a fucking savage. I ha- I stopped my brain long enough to enjoy that, and that's the only fulfillment I get in my life. <laughs> that's all you get. That's all you get. Yeah, it would – I mean, if, if you're at the breaking point already, probably don't read it. I, I remember gifting that to one of my family members Do about – you hate them? six years ago well i i was giving it to them because i one knew it was a classic and two i knew that upton sinclair was a socialist so yeah i was like hey you know this is a way to kind of shoehorn this ideology in yeah. because i know that it is more prominently recognized for 
the disgusting scenes of meatpacking industry horrors and the right. FDA and all that kind of shit and all of the legislation that got passed through as a result of, of the expose. But it is it is very much it to anyone that hasn't read it, you know, I, I would encourage you to go for it. It gets redundant at a certain point. It's basically just about some immigrants that get shit on until they die. That's 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 effectively the story. That's that's like the whole literal, of the story. Like like literally shit on or like metaphorically. Right on the chest. Yeah, what? They, yeah, yeah. Just right on their chest. Just big big shits. Just right right. They no they 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 get they get fucked over. They they move to the United States. They're having a wedding. It's all a good time. But oh no, they take out debts. What are you gonna do to pay off your debts? Oh, you gotta go get a job. Oh, okay, go get a job. Oh, wait a second. Everybody's looking to take advantage of you at every turn. So they yeah. go and they live in a shitty part of town. And the landowner, of course. I mean, that's that's the first thing. Landlords always gonna take advantage of you. Yep. And that sets you. them off on bad streets. Yep. Uh-huh. And then people start getting sick, and then you got to pay for the people getting sick. And then you start dealing with the, the shitty working conditions, people getting injured. You, you don't have any type of insurance. You don't have any type of workman's compensation. And then all of a sudden, like, everybody's fucking dead, and everybody's living on the streets, and everybody's an alcoholic, and it, it gets out of hand really fast. And eventually, yep. the, you know, the, the guy that in, like, a, a – in like a drunken stupor is like, I don't fucking know what to do with my life. And then there's like a little light coming out of a building and he walks in. They're like, welcome comrade. Wait, really? <laughs> no joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's seriously like, it, it's a, um, uh, it's, it's a morality play about, uh, the ills of capitalism. That's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's but totally also based on that. real events. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's based on a little bit of investigative uh, reporting. Uh, Upton Sinclair worked for a short period in the meatpacking industries in Chicago, I believe, which is where yeah. the book is based. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and of course, you know, there are some some really grotesque scenes in there, but all in all, it's certainly centered around how the workers are treated. Which makes sense. Uh, it's the day I learned and uh, yeah, read it about what he won is like. I just want people to be taken care of. And then like a bunch of fucking middle-class people were like, ew, gross, yucky meat. Fix that, please. Oh, but what about the part where the immigrant comes and he gets treated like shit and he dies? They're like, oh yeah, yeah we don't, part. we don't care about that. That doesn't affect us at all. <laughs> yeah. I, it, as long as I could just like have the semblance of clean meat, I don't really care where it comes from, what kind of environmental yeah. impacts, who's been hurt by it. Yeah. Just fuck all that but shit. But what if the people get treated the bad? Is the meat clean? Yeah. yeah, the meat's clean, but the people making it are like fucking dying, man. Uh, I don't yeah, really their hands care cut about off. that. No, they really no. That's fine. I'm, I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with finger that. Finger goes off into the food. I can. Yeah, I can. I can eat. I can eat human finger. That's fine. Yeah, I can eat it's that. It's fine. It's fine. I, it's I fresh. Can, it's, yeah, it's I can eat that. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As long as it's clean. Yeah, I don't really care. That's totally okay with me. <laughs> it's pretty sorry. It seems our culture takes the the bits and pieces that uh, cater most to this selfish, uh, individualistic mentality that's yep. been bred into us from the day we were born. Yep. And in turn, and that's liberalism, like, baby. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Classical liberalism, folks. Yeah, you I got mean, it. yeah. Sure, I'm not gonna split hairs. I don't, yeah, I don't, it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. 
<laughs> one's English, one's the United States. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've been like reading stuff lately that's been saying it's like, well, actually, the classical liberals like Adam Smith were like actually cared about people and stuff, and they just kind yeah, of I like I don't know bastardized what they said to make it like shitty and shit but i mean yeah but obviously all liberalism comes from those fuck faces so like we can blame them too yeah but i mean he's like one of the priests of capitalism like he 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 helped us form our modern day economy he's one of the priests of capitalism but he's like also like taken out of context so much by like modern reactionary forces to like take things he said and make them like shittier it's like things like the the invisible hand of the market like he only used the term the invisible hand once in wealth of nations and it was Mm -hmm. in reference to fucking like tariffs like had nothing to do with the way it's used (laughs) in like modern like uh fucking uh neoclassical like economics where like modern neoclassical economics is like oh the free hand it just like moves around and makes all the shit work yeah you don't gotta worry about nothing because the free hand's gonna jerk everybody off dog it's cool (laughs) man we're like adam smith was like there's like these tariffs and shit and who will people benefit from the monies will their governments benefit or will the other people's the free hand and the tariffs yaddy blah 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 (laughs) and it's just like yeah these things have nothing to do with each other absolutely nothing and and he like has frequent warnings yeah it's taken out of context um but i mean what does that fucking matter like (laughs) <laughs> to yeah. a to a culture so blinded and yeah and, uh, unread matter. and stupid as ours yeah i mean like most fucking, fucking christians matter. don't even read the fucking bible what do you expect of people there's like yeah i subscribe to that shit have you ever read it nah <laughs> yeah well, yeah well they, they obviously don't like it when you point out how they're not following it i know that that, that yeah it goes back to what we were talking about earlier there it's like hey you know jesus wouldn't you wouldn't do that uh, whatever. I mean, but that's no, that's no news. I mean, that, that's ever people have known that for for hundreds of years, or if not much, much longer. It, as long as as Christianity has been a force in uh in in worldwide politics. Did you read this article about the group on Facebook where they take pictures of them taking guns and pointing it at their dicks? Yeah, and pointing then at their dick. It? That's pretty weird. Is it just? Isn't that incredible? Uh, it's pretty odd, and their fingers are on the trigger. Are they just? They're they're doing it to like yeah to look how look how edgy I am. So like, the reason why these guys take loaded guns and then point them at their junk, so the group is called. It's a Facebook group called Loaded Guns Pointed at Venus. Like not even penis, but like B. I don't know why they penis? don't even spell penis. B E N I S. I don't know why they spell like that. This is ridiculous. And basically, they're owning the they libs. Do, and like, yeah, they're owning exactly, exactly. It's like they're owning the libs yeah. by like showing how dumb they can be with their firearms by yeah. doing like the most irresponsible stuff possible like to yeah. try to make a point yeah so it's just like ho ho ho, 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 ho look do. how dumb i am 
I'm taking my gun and pointing at its stick, but like from like a philosophical standpoint, I just find the entire concept so fascinating because normally we think of like guys who like buy guns, they're like buying the gun as a way of uh, giving themselves power in yeah. the world where they're like so powerless, right? And so you see it as a uh a masculating ritual to go and buy and own a firearm, right? But then these guys are taking this masculating, you know, device, which mm -hmm. is a gun, yeah. and then pointing it at their dick, which is like their their literal masculinity, mm -hmm. but then like choosing not to shoot it. I don't know. Like I feel like there's like some like I wish Freud was still alive to symbolism. examine this mm -hmm. and tell us like what it fucking means. Because I, I don't know. There, there's something going on here that I think is deeper than either of us will ever, ever understand. I, I think it's – okay, so here, here's my two cents for everybody listening in. Uh, Hear me out. I think that the gun has effectively replaced the masculinity of a good many folks in lieu of their actual genitals. Like it's almost like their identity has been overtaken by the fact that they own a firearm or that they are a Second Amendment rights activist. Uh, I mean, not not unlike a good many other ideologies out there in which your sexuality or uh, you know your your you know literal parts of your body take a a a, a backseat role to whatever is more important in your life. But it, it is apparent that. They are saying my values align with having a firearm and being able to utilize it than ensuring that my genitals are safe. So I, I mean, it, it could also be like, look how in control I am of my life that I can risk damaging something that is so integrally a part of my person. But then choosing not to. Yeah, to to the degree that I'm showing you my piece while pointing it at my piece and with the safety off with the and safety. your finger on the trigger. Well, it wouldn't. Like they only accept pictures yeah. if your safety is off and your finger is on the trigger. Mm -hmm. You are a millimeter away from shooting off your dick. Yeah, and that's almost what happened to one of their members. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> member, get it? <laughs> no. Like the reason why this story made headlines is because one of the guys that was in part of the group, I guess, accidentally flicked the trigger. They had a sensitive <laughs> trigger, and the bullet went in their penis and out the other. Fuck, dude. Bullet went in the penis. I bet you feel real stupid whenever that happens. Just like. It's got to be like one of those moments in your life where it's like, oh man, I'm never going to tell anybody about this. And then you forget that it was on like a live camera. <laughs> uh, you, you really yeah. want to keep that well, under wraps. Well, it's, it... No, no, you, you don't want to keep it under wraps because here we have a sentence from this article. The other members of Loaded Guns Pointed at Venus have elevated the injured man to an admin in the group and feted him as a king in numerous memes. What? Vice reported the man's original video has since been deleted. Uh, he, what? He's the king of the Loaded Guns Pointed at Venus. He went further than anyone else would. Oh, oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm misinterpreting the entire purpose of this. Maybe it's to uh, maybe it's to see how far you're willing to to go with this thing. Like it, it's like a, a chicken type game. You know, it, well those have been a part of um, masculine cultures for a long time. You know, just to see how far someone is willing to go before, you know, they they 
you know, how much they're willing to risk. I, I mean, that that's even still respected in our economic culture. There's this notion that the economic actors that risk the most stand to gain uh, a substantial reward from lie. that risk. Fucking lie. Yeah, it's like uh, there's like uh, it's like bravery. Uh, you know, like risk is tethered with bravery, and bravery is good, risk. even though if even though risk here is self-administered. You know, just like economic risk is sometimes self-administered, but right. you know, if it right, if it team. works out, like what do you gain from it? All right, like, team. Uh, we gotta we gotta play some risk games here. I'm gonna <laughs> we're just gonna pull our faces close together and. With our lips headed towards each other, and <laughs> whoever pulls away first is fucking gay. Okay, so yeah. that's how this works. That's how the game works. We're going to put our faces closer and closer okay. together. Okay, with our lips I'm not closer gonna... and closest together. I'm not looking. To... No way. I'm not. I'm not giving up. I'm not. I'm not going to lose. You, and, it, and if you pull your head away, that makes you gay. I'm not the gay one. No way. I'm not. I'm not. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh look you pulled away i knew it. he was the kid <laughs> i told you guys i told you guys make him the king of the game look how gay he is he doesn't want to kiss me <laughs> Another it's pretty ironic this whole thing is uh it's just uh yet another tick towards yeah. the idiocy that is the alternative conservative movement yeah Ugh. second amendment yeah. rights what do you think what do you think you your forefathers the uh the the gods of uh american exceptionalism what do you think that they would think about your second amendment rights I don't know. They'd After... probably find out black people can vote now and have a heart attack and die before they could question those other things. Black people can vote. <laughs> <laughs> no. The poor's can vote now. But who's Tomorrow. working in the fields? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You don't. You don't have fields anymore. It's basically just like uh, concrete jungles. And then you have these guys that are running around that just like beat the hell out of all the people that were working in the fields. Of... <laughs> yeah. All their all their ancestors are now still oppressed. It's it, you'd be fine with it. <laughs> you'd be fine. Oh well, in that case. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's it's not quite as good, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Very, fine. Very well. <laughs> Justified. Oh man, yeah. What they should do, you know how like they make these like really shitty movies every ten years, where it'll be they'll take like a knight from medieval times and they'll put him in the modern era, and he'd be like, I'm a knight. I don't know how to not be a barbarian." Yeah. But then they'll start wearing like normal clothes, and then they'll become a, a rom com where it falls in love with someone. Yeah. Instead, what we'll do is we'll take like one of the founding fathers, whichever one we decide we hate the most, and bring him to the modern era to like show how much of like a elitist piece of shit he is <laughs> who counts as a founding father like i mean like are we going with like top three or top five there was a lot of people that signed that stupid piece of paper oh okay so they they have to have signed that piece of paper the De declaration of independence yeah there's lots of names on there okay honestly i think hamilton fucking sucks and we gotta like show everyone how much he sucks now that they made him cool because he does a little rap musical 
Well, even though he wasn't a founding father, I think that well, he no, he he definitely wasn't. He was too young. Uh, I was about to say like Andrew Jackson. I mean, he's he's pretty shitty. Oh, he's, yeah. At this point, I don't even know like <laughs> what you could do to that would be enough to <laughs> compensate people for the destruction of not only their way of life but uh, fucking history for fuck's sakes. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. It's 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 uh insurmountable. Just so you know, of... just so you know, Jimmy, the Wikipedia article says, as president, Jackson sought to advance the rights of the common man against a corrupt aristocracy and to preserve the union. There you go. Never heard that before. That's him. That's that's what he did. He's he's a, heard... he's a stand up guy. He's great. Oh, we love that oh, guy. Oh, thanks, Andrew Jackson. Oh, it I... seems like Wikipedia oh. is really highlighting the most important things it's so about this Andrew Jackson guy. Want to hear something oh, I... great? What's it? I, uh, Andy Removal Act. Uh, What's that? <laughs> uh, Cuba has its own Wikipedia called EQ Red. E C U R E D. It's all in Spanish, but fortunately, in twenty. 20 we have uh, devices that will automatically translate stuff for you and uh it's uh wikipedia page for the united states is it's nice oh, very nice how do i how do i get there what do i do i want to get there e e eq eq what eq what was oh estados unidos is america estados unidos estados S T unidos Unidos, yeah, Estados Unidos, and then you need to translate it to uh, English, and it's mwah, mwah, magnifique. Um, when I pulled it up on my smartphone, my smartphone automatically translated for it. I'm not seeing the automatic translate option on the site that I'm currently <laughs> on using uh, <laughs> Firefox. I like how it's, I, it's like pretty... it starts out with, it is a country located almost entirely in North America. <laughs> well, the thing is... <laughs> Yeah, including a state in Oceania. I, I mean, I guess they're talking about Hawaii. What was Oceania? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Hawaii is in Oceania. Okay. Uh, Fifty states federal yeah. district, Washington D.C. Recognized as the empire of this age, it is the most powerful nation of all time. Emerged well, as an independent nation in 1776, has remarkable economic, scientific, and military development. Cool. With barely four well, percent of the population, it consumes twenty-five percent of the energy produced yes. on the planet. <laughs> Despite its yes, wealth, that part. more than a third of its population does not have healthcare insured. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I just love the shit that it highlights. Like it's just like stating like obvious facts yeah. that you have to go to like dissident sources in the United States to like actually hear anyone fucking talk about, which is pathetic. It also has a section on Obama, which I think is great, where it talks about let's like. Yeah, even Obama's shit was really shitty and fucked up, and they, like, mowed down Occupy Wall Street uh, fucking protesters. So it just to show, goes to show it doesn't matter who's in the fucking office. Like, the United States is just going to do imperialist, bastard, shitty fucking things, I guess. <laughs> and I thought it was great. I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I feel like what we should do is just, like, save all American school children a lot of time. And instead of sh teaching them, like, shitty American history lessons, just, like, Make them read Cuban Wikipedia, you know, a couple times, and, like, they'll be set, and they'll save so much free time. This makes so much more – okay, to, to be 100% honest, though, like, I feel like if I was looking at, like, a video game wiki, you know, like, a, a comprehensive third-party view of 
the plot lines of a video game all of it laid out very clearly and concisely this is basically right. it for the united states like they they talk yeah. about the plains indians the anasazi the eskimo the yep. forest indians the iroquois yep. confederation and then they go into british colonization like that's usually where right. the american history in in our public uh education system starts exactly it's like hey um, we're going to acknowledge that there was these fucking people that fucking lived here and did shit yeah. and had a way of life before all this other fuck happened. But yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. The goddamn fucking, like, history that I was taught when I was in fucking primary school started in 1776. And if I was lucky, it started in 1492 and then skipped to 7076 because the only reason <laughs> I care about 1490 fucking two was goddamn fucking Christopher fucking Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it skipped. I, I really like the first sentence in Superpower. The United States developed a war of aggression in Vietnam, where it finally, after a bloody fight, which caused more than 50,000 deaths among its troops and the cost of the lives of millions of Vietnamese, it was defeated. Yeah. God. Yeah. No, no, no pulled punches. Just like, fuck you. You did a bad thing. You, you caused you a lot of deaths. Lost. Why? Why'd you do it? Yeah. We don't have an excuse for you here. Yep. Oh, God. This is disgusting. It's, it's, it's art. Imperialism it's and war. Ooh, that's a that's fun. Hey, I would encourage everybody to go and look at this. This is absolutely fantastic. ECUred.CU. Estados Unidos. There you go. There you uh, go. And I'm sure they've got lots of other great articles on this website that I haven't bothered to check out yet, but... Uh... Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Thank you for showing me this, Jimmy. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be pleasure. in here all, all night, just like working myself <laughs> up. Just I'm just Ooh. be sweating, just pouring over this. Like, <laughs> oh, just fucking, what is this? What is this? I've never heard of this. Uh, uh, Treaty of Oregon. <laughs> uh, what is this? Uh, Why haven't I ever never been told about this? Fever of gold with the, killing the buffaloes. What? Uh, <laughs> why why does fucking why does cuba know more about my american history than i do <laughs> and then what so the much, fuck does cuba know that i don't know it's so much more concise like it's just like like five paragraphs max in each of these sections like a couple of sentences in each paragraph it's real easy to read <laughs> oh the electorate yeah. system oh man i'm gonna have to spend some time on that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. No, it's, it's great. I mean, yeah, it even has stuff here on WikiLeaks and Julian Assange, which you're never going to see on a fucking, like, fucking Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. They got, they got to keep that keep that pretty tight. You know, don't 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 build that up too much. Right. <sighs> yeah, because it, it's just interesting, you know, what, like, a, a another country, like, thinks is important to know about, you know, another country. I think it gives you a lot of insight. And, um... Yeah, I would have to say that for the most part, I think the things that this fucking Cuban Wikipedia page highlights about the United States is more important than like 99% of the shit that's highlighted on the, the uh, English American Wikipedia. Oh, hey, they have a section on theater. Do you want to hear about that? Go for it. Theater in America is based on a tradition of the Wild West, borrowed from performances on Europe, especially England. Today, it's related to American literature, movies, television, and music. It's very common for the same story to be represented in all of the above ways. <laughs> yep. 
hey, what if we just like make this one script and put it in all the different formats? Mm. Yeah, it says Broadway is is generally considered the center of American commercial theater. Yeah, pretty boring, yeah. man. Mm. Yeah, that's what I expected. Mm, religion. Seventy-six uh-huh. percent Christian. Yeah, go figure. I ex- Christian lowercase C. I expected as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little the little ones. Actually, it's it's got the capitalization right there. I'm just saying lowercase C is like there's so many people within that category that's just like my parents said they were Christian. Mm-hmm. I say I'm Christian. Do you go to church? No. Do you read the Bible? No. Do you do any Christian shit? No. Do you still think you're Christian? Yeah. Of course I am. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? Why? And my children will be Christian, and their children will be Christian. It's not a fucking bloodline. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? And all of us won't do shit. We're, yeah, we're not going to do shit about anything that's going wrong in the world. It's going to end anyway. It's like, no, it's just like, that's like end times bullshit fan fiction. That doesn't, that doesn't explicitly say that in the Bible. It was it was a, like a fever dream that John on the Isle Did, of Patmos had. Didn't you hear me? We don't read the Bible. Yeah, it was We're a Christian. We don't, we don't know any of that. It's like you what, you don't even know any of the lore. Like, I mean, there's some good there's some yeah, good shit in there. You don't even know any of the lore. Yeah, the, the, the mythos. Like it's a fucking video game. Yeah, it's lore. Come it's, on, you don't know about the lore. Oh my god. Real life is just like a video game. You just have like these shitty little books everywhere that you can read more about the lore of the, of the world. Yeah, it's boring. The planet Earth, where you go, it's like a fucking Morrowind Elder Scrolls game. You just gotta pick up books to find out more about the lore. Oh, jeez. Oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's different kinds of players. Like, you and me, Tim, we read books occasionally, so we kind of care about the lore. We could care more about the lore, but we could care less. But, you know, there's some players in the game of life, they don't care about the lore at all. They don't read any fucking books. Oh, I feel like I'm kind of that sometimes. But I, I constantly feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like that means that at least I'm I'm pushing forward. Like you, you need to like constantly submit yourself to, at the very least, like audiobooks. Like who doesn't have the time while they're driving down the the highway or like sitting at some media labor job? If you are allowed to listen to things, like I mean, hey, if you're not at a job that allows you to be able to put a single earbud in in order to listen to whatever kind of whatever, um, you need a new job. That sucks. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Like they're they're effectively uh, silencing yeah. any type of information that you would be trying to put into your big old brain at any point in the day, whenever you I'm have never the right going to do to so. Do a job where I can't listen to whatever I want ever the fuck again. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Never, never again. At a certain point in human history, there were uh, there were workshops. Uh, yes. Yeah. That that employed the use of. Uh, children and young boys who were uh, effectively apprentices, but they would sit and they would read to the tradespeople while they yeah. were working. It was the the first audiobook. <laughs> Basically, yeah, like literally, like yeah, like the the workshops. They would collect a pool of money and everyone would put in, you know, however much money to pay this asshole to read the news or whatever to them. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was that and called? It, there was um. There's a certain name for um. For that type of establishment. Um, the cool idea I really think about that though is like everyone has having the same communal experience. So if you ever like have a break in your twenty hour working day of ye olden years, you know, you could like relate to your other workers. It's like, remember this one part in the book where they said blah blah blah? I thought that was cool. 
Mm-hmm. When everyone's like listening to their own thing, which is fine. I don't want to listen to what everyone else is listening to. <sighs> yeah, I, it's it's good to kind of get a a, a a little tidbit from here and there. Um, you know, more often than not, I, I just I kind of let algorithms choose for me what I what I listen to, which is a disservice uh, to my intellect, uh, both in, uh, in the choicest fashion, like you should kind of know at, at the very least what kind of information is generally going to be, uh, accessible at whatever given level of intellect that you're at. Um, in the instance that you've heard of some of the classic writers or literary authorities or what have you, like take take some time to to go through those uh i'm sure that there's uh also a little bit of time for you to go back and and uh fulfill whatever need you have for your youtube subscriptions or i don't know are there are there other platforms soundcloud i mean like hey yeah listen to cynic empowerment if you want to listen to cynic empowerment you can listen to cynic empowerment or soundcloud and or other places i could tell you what to listen to tim i have all the right ideas well, you should think like I think. it's fucking tough. It really is tough. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to like. No, it's just not tough. Smorgage board, just like. I have everything. Just that I have all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I have all of them. Oh man. But uh, the, there's only one thing you should all should listen to, and that's Center Empowerment. And you can do so at the following and player following places. You can listen to us at wait. No, I'm supposed to tell you where you can contact us. You can contact, contact us, us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment, or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic Empower Me One. We'd love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us. And if you are listening to us through any of the listening apps out there, uh, Google Play Store, Dubla, Apple listening apps, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever, please like and review the show. It means a lot to us and helps other people find us. Yes. Yeah. Helps you find us like... My pillow. It's so soft. Nope. There's yeah, a so cross right in the fucking middle of it. Not filled with crack. I definitely would not <laughs> hide my crack in my pillow if I yep. was in a relationship where I was not allowed to smoke crack and needed to hide crack from my significant other. That is the last place I would hide crack. Help you find us like the last little crack crystal that's been stuck in that matted <laughs> shag carpet. 